Hey, it's Leslie. Welcome back to my podcast. In the latest episode of Fluent English Now, we met a brand new communication strategy called stalling. Stalling is a powerful technique since it allows you to buy yourself some precious time, mainly to pull your ideas together and try to get back on track with the conversation quickly and easily. This is most effectively achieved by using fixed phrases called idioms. As I have mentioned in the latest episode, it is always worth noticing and noting down such phrases and memorizing them for any possible situation. And please try your best to combine the idioms you have learned before with several communication strategies to give your speech a huge boost for fluency. Plus, if you speak more fluently, you can feel yourself becoming a more confident speaker and individual. Now, onwards to our next episode. Today, we are going to focus on one of my favorite strategies, which is describing. As you may recall, describing is a more verbally demanding and higher level communication strategy, which is akin to paraphrasing. As a verbally demanding communication strategy, describing requires you to have a decent sized vocabulary. And no, I'm not talking about the vocabulary of swear words. To be efficient when describing, you need to convey the same meaning or approximately the same meaning as the original message would. To do so, you must rely on the power of descriptions. Descriptions are meant to replace one word or more than one word equivalents of a notion. Let's take an example here. Imagine that you want to use the word sewer to tell somebody where the sewage goes, but since you can't recall the word, you have to use a description. In this case, it can be something like it's a place where the bodily wastes go, or it's like a tunnel where pee and poo go. In both cases, you want to emphasize the traits of that particular object you want the other speaker to recognize. In other words, if they get that you meant the sewers, then you're all set. Another example could be supermarket. How would you describe this word? I give you a minute to come up with a few ideas. Well, how did it go? Could you describe the idea of a supermarket without saying the word itself? If yes, congratulations! You're on your way to becoming a better describer. On the other hand, if you couldn't come up with anything that came close to the idea of a supermarket, don't give up! This was just a single occasion for you to practice your English. Here's a tip. If you want to practice your describing skills, try out the game Taboo. The main rule of the game is this. You need to describe a word for your team to guess without A. Either saying the word on top of your card B. Without mentioning the other five words under the word in question and C. Not running out of time. Now then, here are a number of words that you may use in a game of taboo to practice your English with friends. Your task is to try to describe the word in as much detail as possible, but with a bit of a change to the original version. In this version, you can use any word you want without saying the taboo word out loud. For the more advanced learners, you can try introducing a very short time span or limit the number of words or sentences that can be used 
to describe the word in question. So, are you ready to play Taboo? Awesome! Let's start! Here are your words to describe. A block of flats. A flood. Famine. Poverty. Richness. Health. Education. Family. Food. Sports. Sleeping. Freedom. Power. Slavery. Technology. Religion. As you may have noticed, most of the words I have listed here are of an abstract nature. This is mainly because describing something is often related to more abstract words and notions. Then again, concrete notions can also pose some interesting questions during description. Take the word family, for example. When talking about a family in general, how do you describe it? Is it a union of a mother and a father with one or two kids slash children? Do you consider patchwork families as families too? Are single parent families of the same nature as the one mentioned in our original description? Can we call a cat or a dog mommy a mother and her pet a child too? Those are just a few of your typical cultural questions attached to a modest concrete notion. Imagine other words that carry the same difficulty. Let's recap. In today's episode, we studied the use of describing in detail. Describing is similar to paraphrasing in that it requires you to have a rather large and well-built-up mental vocabulary while providing you with plenty of opportunity to spit out as many words as possible when characterizing something or someone. In my personal experience, describing, just like paraphrasing, is more frequently used by high school students or intermediate level language users than lower level users. Advanced level users also rely on this technique quite often along with paraphrasing. So you should use it too to boost your speech fluency significantly. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Fluent English Now. Until next time, keep speaking English.